that is, I'm listening to 40. I don't feel bad about liking 40. That's a, that's a 40 beat, right? I'm not sure. I mean, he probably produced it, but why? Like, it's okay to like Drake. No, it's not okay to like Drake. It is okay to if like Drake. If you listen to shit, you end up, what you like and what you give your attention to, you end up looking like. Drake's a bad person. He's looking paid as fuck. How's he a bad person? He's not a bad person. You're right. I don't, I don't know him. I don't know him personally. I mean, I, I've read some shit about like him having like awkwardly close friendships with like young actresses. Right. So there's, yeah. that, there's that shit, right? And he was hiding a child. There you go. <laughs> Cause I'm, I'm on, can't push, you know, like yeah. push a T, call all that shit out. And like, I can't fuck with you if you're a bad dad. Like none, yeah. none like none, none of my friends that are is bad dads. The pretty much judgment. That's a quick judgment call to make. That's not, it's not even, that's just fucking X snake. You're out the, you're out the squad if you're a bad dad. Yeah. You know, and, but sometimes there's bad dads incognito. I don't see that. And that's where they try to hide shit. And that's what I feel like Drake was doing. Trying to, I mean, I'm sure he can make the argument that he was hiding a child to protect a child or whatever, but. I think he fucking said that after the fact, after he got called out. Bro, look at like DJ Khaled. Any, yeah. all these big stars, they love, like if you loved your kid. Dude, yeah. You're going to fucking put him out there like Simba, you know? Yeah. You're going to have fucking no Rafi. No that, that is one strange thing though. Like lately I've been trying to like put less of my kid on social media just because it weirds me out. It's starting to weird me out. No, no, no. Totally fair. Yeah. Absolutely fair. Right. And your sentiment. I get what you're saying. But you're, I'm, you're not I'm, hiding him though. Yeah. I'm smelling yeah. what you're stepping in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like right now, like what am I listening to on the way home? I've been listening to, you know what song I like? That Snoop Dogg Spanish song. Uh, I have no idea what no the idea. fuck you're talking about. I'll pull it up later. I didn't even I'll know Snoop Dogg did a Spanish song. Yeah, he did a sp- kind of a Spanish song. It sounds like a, like a narco corrido a little bit. Okay. It has, it has Which that I vibe. know of, and I am a fan of narco corrido or whatever the, I'm, I know I just butchered that pronunciation. Mm, mm, but totally fine. As long as that shit is fucking dope. If you listen. Uh, was it uh, Chalino Sanchez? Mm, yeah. yeah. So if you look at the lyrics to those music, yeah, I have to Google it most of the time, but like I know of enough Spanish to kind of get the idea, but I was still like read the actual lyrics. But man, it is. Talk about love, drugs, and, and violence. Yeah. Know? It is fucking. If you could like made that in English with an 808. It would just... I don't think uh, people... I, I think people have tried, right? But it, you need the... Because it all just ties in together, right? Yeah, well, and it's the the way that Spanish sounds, you know? It's a... English is, a, I think, it's a Germanic-based language. Mm-hmm. And then Spanish is a Romantic-based language, so it's based off of Latin. Yeah. So it's it's beautiful. It sounds beautiful. It rolls together. Right. Where, yeah, the English would be like harsh... And that's why whenever like you say fuck, yeah. it sounds like words matter, right? Like yeah. that using the word fuck, it's like an exclamation point. The pronunciation of it. Yeah. It's just the way it hits you. Right. And sharp and it's yeah. aggressive. Um, but then Spanish, it, it flows. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, you know what uh, Narco Corridos, Narco Corridos like remind me of though? Hmm. Outlaw country. Yeah. it's That's the, the country that I like. It's the same vibe, dude. It's. It's the outlaw vibe. It is the the Don Quixote of it, if you will, chasing windmills. Yeah, dude. Have you read that? Oh yeah. 
That's a fucking great book, man. It was another book that I've read recently that was listened to. I don't read books anymore. I listen to them on Audible. Disgusting. I know. I, I wish I could, man. I'm an auditory learner. I have a Kindle, mm-hmm. but I still buy. I can't help but just buy the fucking paperback or hardcovers. There's, I, I love my Kindle and I love the, t- I, like the technology. It's waterproof and fucking per- better on the eyes and just way more convenient. Mm-hmm. But there, I fucking love a book. Now I, I own physical books as well and I like going to a library. Yeah. Oh, that's it's the smell. smell. Mm, the smell. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, uh, I, it, it looks cool in your house too. If you have like an actual library and like. There's an old quote. Uh, if you go home with someone and they don't have books, don't fuck them. Mm, who said that Shakespeare? Oh, I mean, I'm sure it would have been much more eloquent, but yeah, nah. I, which is a, I fully believe that should be a rule for everyone. Can you judge a man off of his book collection? Yeah. Yeah. And lack of. You have, do you ever, um, yo, if someone tells me I don't read, I, yeah, I can't, I lose. And that's probably one of the, like, if I'm talking, if I ever hear it from it, like, it's a huge turnoff for mm-hmm. women. If, mm-hmm. oh, I don't read, it's just, oh. You lose then, respect for a man too. Yeah, it is. I literally just said I can't. I don't read. Well, no, I, I do read though. But listen, I, I mean, that's I'm. I'll count that as reading moderately. But percentage wise, I do ten to ninety percent. So ten percent physical reading. One thing that I really like need to sit there and kind of take in, right? As opposed to 90%. John Waters said that. Oh, it was a real quote. Yeah. Okay. John Waters said, we need to make books cool again. If you go home with someone and they don't have books, don't fuck them. That's a dope quote. And I'm going to use it. Yeah, it's... Uh, like, why would anyone want to proclaim... Because there are, there are people who, like, proclaim, like, oh, I don't read. Right. Like, why would you not be embarrassed of that? Like, the fuck? Yeah, we got to make that pop yeah, again, you, right? It's like saying you're proud to be dumb, motherfucker. Like, like saying you don't work out. Yeah. Like you don't do anything. <laughs> oh, I don't eat pussy. What? Like, my bad. What the fuck do you do? What's wrong with you? Why? What's your free time look like? You call this living? I know you missionary ass motherfucker. Yeah, but yeah, it's <laughs> it's. I mean, it's it's respectable, right? So I, I you try to do create habits that are respectable, right? Like uh, with like you like oh, I hunt. I, I, I cook my own food. I like the on a fire kind of grill, you know, I, I've been grilling a lot lately. Fuck yeah. Like, yeah, you've been a cooking lot. a lot lately. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I saw that. Bro, I, I whip it up in the kitchen, man. My rice is next level. You said it was fluffy. <laughs> Fluffier than your bed pillows, girl. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's a, that's like a male living space, like little pro tip right there for all, you know, single dudes living out there in their own place. Like get a bookshelf, put some fucking books on it. Preferably books you fucking read, put a trash can in the bathroom with a bag in it, get some fucking hand towels and get some fucking art on the wall. Not fucking posters. Get some fucking art. Don't get it from those. Don't buy your shit from Spencer's. Yeah, I mean, get one little thing from Spencer's here and there. Get 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 a neon uh, poster. I want a neon poster from Spencer's, but but I also have 
uh, there's uh, some dope ass local artists. I got to, yeah. once we get started doing video, I'm going to bring one of my favorite paintings that I have from a local artist in San Antonio um, for the, for the backdrop. Yeah. Uh, I'll shout them out whenever we, once we do that. I've gotten some fucking rad, rad art prints up in Austin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, invest in a fucking, a scented candle goes a long yes. way. Yes. That's a good one too. It was an old Cat Williams joke. The, I get shit just to, not because I want it, because they like it, you know? Yeah. You think I like this shit? No, but the bitches do. Yeah, I got to tell you though, I got some lavender spray for my bedroom that I really fuck with. Sleep way better. I have no shame about that. I'm old now. I could have. Was it like essential oils kind of like Mr. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like a room spray or whatever, you know? Yeah, lavender helps Realign you. Realign like, my chakras. Lavender helps you. Uh, chill the fuck out. Right, right, right. I, chilling out is not my problem. Getting up is my problem. Uh, I'm, I'm like, a, I, I need higher energy, like, sh- but, but, but it comes in waves, right? Like it comes like at once, all at once. And then yeah. I'm good. That's why I fuck with like energy drinks. Whenever I, I drink an energy drink, I got to go expel that energy. Really? Yeah. And yeah. cause I, I can chill out. Yeah. I can find Zen. I can come back down and, and I'm usually lower energy. See, I'm the opposite. It, it's hard for me to get down and chill. If I were to compare myself to a bar, I think I would be like a speakeasy with like a smoky room, cigars in the back. Okay. Where, and I wouldn't, not that I don't feel comfortable in like a club to get all fucking crazy. I'm fucking Vegas dog. We got tables set up. Popping Go bottles. answers. It's just fucking spraying champagne. That's anywhere. how my fucking brain is just constantly like. Exactly. But I like going to your environment. I like hanging out on your, I would prefer to be in yours. Really? Yeah. Huh. I, I, it, it's finding that middle ground, you know? Yeah. That's cool. Like a nice neighborhood spot. Like the strip club. I'm just kidding. I'm I, not a strip club fan, man. I know. Neither am I. So yes, you are. I, I'm not. I'm just an addict to it. True. True. You know what I'm saying? It's just, I have the, my issue is I don't ever want affection or attention that I is paid for. See, and I, I think I was thinking about it after our last show mm-hmm. and I was thinking like, why is that? Why is it the case? And it's, what am I finding the gratification? Why am I, cause I know I could find like a girlfriend or girls to have yeah. around and all that, but I enjoy this because, and it's manufactured because I can leave it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's on your terms. It's not only on my terms, but like it, it's very temporary where the establishing relationships like well because one comes with obligations and the other doesn't yeah exactly you know and, and i don't want to i'm not saying bitches love me but I, i'm a very <laughs> likable person whenever you start coming around a time or two you yeah. know and now I, which is why I, I that girl that i said told you earlier about that went to go check on my dog yeah and then she made me feel bad about it mm-hmm. like oh you should plan this at a time rightfully so however that was, all, I, nobody had to go check my dog. I've only been gone about three or four hours. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I wanted her to go in there because I wanted her to see how I was living. Mm, and I really, see. You were trying to drop some bait. Exactly. It was dropping bait. Mm. And now, you know, like, and then she you hit me fumbled that one. I did. Yeah. I like for, I, I, I'm proud of my little living space. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I, I feel comfortable in there. I think everybody could feel comfortable in there. Yeah. Nobody's come up to come visit. You want to show pride in what you got. Mm-hmm. I dig that. Yeah. 
But yeah, and I always got tunes on in there. Why don't you try inviting the strippers? Nah, man, that that's that's just that's that's strictly business, my dog. <laughs> Keep that shit professional. I ain't trying to see you OTC. Yeah, it's just I've Outside been to many a strip club. It was just I don't like the idea of like don't fucking touch me. Like yeah. I don't know where you been. Oh, but in the same instance, where if, have you been? Exactly. Or, you know, it'd be different if it is, or I've, Does I've body- gone home with random women from bars in the past. Mm-hmm. So, but then I, this, because this woman is a stripper, I am shying away from, it's, it's the matter of genuine affection versus paid for. I, I have, I cannot have, I have this mental block against affection. I feel like it's bought. See, and this is, I mean, it has nothing to do with your perception of the stripper. It's, it's just your perception of yourself. Yeah. I can see that. There's just not a matter of, I need that genuine, like, even if it's for a moment, an evening, I like need that hit of genuine raw emotion. Yeah. I feel guilty when I get that raw emotion and it's not, I know it's not going to be anything you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I'd rather have it manufactured. I'd rather buy the feeling of and have it temporary than have it this, genuinely. But because I know the ramifications that I'm because I'm not going to lie to her, you know, yeah. and I don't want to make anybody feel bad. Like I said last time. So I don't want to own that. I'm not going to own your whatever yeah. shit you got. Going yeah. On. Like now that I'm like, you know, 30, I can't imagine going home with some random person from like, it just, that whole thing grosses me out now, the idea of it, but. Not necessarily, but I got you, but I got you. I got you. It's a strange, strange thing. Just affection, how we seek it, how we do it, what we do for it Mm -hmm. and what motivates us for it. Some of us shy away from us and some of us yearn for it and like, constantly needed i can see why dudes go to hotels to, to smash randos I, I that makes sense because like i don't want them to come home to me like this is my oh, place yeah, of I solitude this is my place that. of peace and my even though it's just me and my dog and my cat i wouldn't want you to interfere with our little shit that we're going this on just like so my smash. comfortable space yeah. and you could safely i i get the point like you could safely like fall asleep at a hotel and not have your whole house robbed oh that's true with a stranger that's true. You keep guns at your bed? Yeah. Yeah, me too. I have a little magnet. I that, keep guns everywhere. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I know. I, I fucking tripped on one the other day. <laughs> I was using the bathroom and I was like, I walked out and I was like, what the fuck was that? It was yeah. a big old fucking bazooka. Just kidding. Um, what was I saying? Oh, no, about the, uh, does a body count matter? No. Right? I have, I wouldn't, like, I've never, to me, no, I've never judged a woman or a partner based off of their the amount of their sexual partners have you given a man accolades though for like a, a homie like damn this dude fucking slays puss i've never really been a fan of those conversations yeah like, like the whole the i i think they happen less than like i think women think that there's man talk is constantly about pussy and Definitely all that not, and yeah. slaying. And it's very rarely. Absolutely. And, oh, when, and when like you might have that dude who's that friend who is like that and constantly talking about it. But 
you tend to, you know, it's fucking corny. Yeah, absolutely. The reason why I bring it up is, uh, going into new relationships, Mm -hmm. right? I, I have women that I've talked to about this. They perceive it to like, Oh, you know, do, is that really, you know, they consider it uh, a negative thing for guys. How much like, these conversations should, that I've had with women, it's right? It's one of those questions that you, you just should don't never ask. ask. And the reason why, right? And I hit him with this line. Like, I never asked because I'm not worried about your past. I'm trying to be your future. Oh. You know? Uh, I. It's cheesy or whatever, but but it's true. Like, I, I don't mean, give, it's a relevant like, idea, yeah. We, we, we've all had a past. Like, don't, like, I and don't expect And is it really that bad if the woman you're with is experienced? No, I actually prefer. Imagine getting a virgin now. Oh. I can't imagine that feels just all sorts of wrong. Right. All sorts of wrong. I would, I would feel. I, I can do it. So that, that same guilt that you would have, and that's what I'm saying. Like relationship wise, establishing emotions is where I feel like I would be taking advantage of somebody. If it was like, I'd be robbing them of okay. those impurities. You know Got what I'm saying? You. Like, yeah. Don't, don't give me your emotions yet. Let's establish some sort of yeah. connection first. And this is why, like I, find the manufactured kind of feelings a little bit more in tune with what I'm looking for right now. Yeah. I'm always looking to meet people and establish connections though, like making friends. I, my neighbors are moving out and I'm sad by it. Damn. Yeah. So cool. Like a good neighbor is. Oh, fucking old man. You know, I, I, they would always check my dog. I check on theirs and we'd like, we'd eat dinner together some nights. I spent, about 20 minutes today reporting all of my neighbor's political signs. Really? It's against the HOA rules. Oh, fucking HOA, man. Both sides. I've reported them all. How, how terrible are HOAs? I get it. You want to preserve the, the image of your community, right? Yeah. For better or worse, right? Like this one. I mean, my HOA, it pays for the pool, so I'm cool with it. Yeah. But there's city my, like mine has very few rules, but that's one of them. No signs on the yard. Did they tell them? Oh, I don't know yet. I guess we'll find out uh, soon. I hope they get fined. But like you own your fucking land. Yeah. Right. And you- oh, it's yeah, it's a ridiculous rule. But if you're, you know, we're going to play by the rules. What's something else that like I. I get it, but at the same time, it's kind of one of those gray areas. Another one thing I feel that way about is unions. Oh, I'm very pro-union. Pro-union? I am 100% pro-union. That, that's a very Midwest thing to be like pro-union. I mean, it's not just Midwest. Especially it's American. Chicago. Yeah. I mean, when I could see why they're- My dad's union, it's this grandfather. Like every, it's his, it's better. Can you tell me about him? Like, like, like what about the- So- I don't know much about it because I've never been a member. My dad has uh, been in two different unions, I think, my entire life. Uh, luckily, it wasn't a the type where there was never like a strike or anything crazy like that. Mm-hmm. But it was just you you know you pay your dues and you're part of it, and it it is collective bargaining. It is fair labor practices. It is fair benefits across it. I think. There should be fucking unions in every trade. The yeah. only person that doesn't benefit from the workers getting together is the company, as in the CEO, because it hurts their bottom line. But you're a, uh, 
you are a CEO now. You are a, you own a yeah. company now. And if my fucking, if I had employees and they wanted to come together because I, they felt I wasn't giving them enough money or something they felt they deserved, mm-hmm. then I should probably listen to them because they are what makes the money. So if they feel like they deserve more or get something, then let's talk about it and either, you know what? Yeah, you're right. You do deserve more. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, how about we meet right here? All right. The, so the idea that you shouldn't talk about your salary with your fucking coworkers is fucking whack. You should definitely talk about your salary with everyone you fucking work with because that is, it only benefits the workers to do that. And it, there's nothing against the law about it. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, it is th- this idea that you're not supposed to talk about salary or your coworkers is wrong. Ancient. It's wrong. Yeah. That, that, that is a- some brainwashing shit from the fucking CEO and the fucking corporations that want all the money. I call that um, grandpa logic. My, so my, my grandpa would want me to have. So this is yeah. me growing up, right? hey, you got a good job with this one company. That company's going to be around. Stick with that company for 40 years. You know, that's the way they did it back then. I, I'm, I prefer, I would always rather stay, stay, I would rather work one job for 20 years than 20 jobs for one year. Yes. But you better believe they're fucking give me what I deserve. And he, here's the issue with that, with my opinion, that grandpa logic, right? So the company is, is going to keep growing, right? It, it, if it, successful it grows and it starts making more money the challenges become different now if you stay with the company and here's where i think a lot of our generation is starting to figure out now right the Mm -hmm. millennials and maybe some of the gen xers and hopefully gen z figures this out or we can maybe give it to them don't have loyalty and this is like for big companies if you work for a mom and pop or a startup or something yeah we're talking this is this is like big corporations the ones the big names that you all want to work for they have no loyalty to you. Yeah, you're just a fucking asset. Which is fair. I understand that. So I'm going to treat the companies the same way. Like you said, uh, one job for 20 years or 20 jobs yeah. in, in one year. My salary has gone up exponentially because I practice the latter. I, this is a, and for me, it's a good practice, right? Yeah. Because, because for me, the companies are expendable. They're popping up left and right. I have recruiters coming into my... Not, but not, not, I'm not being bullshit. If you would have put means. that time in with that one company, would you have gotten raises no. to get that point? No. So check it out. When I first started, I was, uh, when I got out of the military and this could equate to being just getting out of college, right? Yeah. The first company you'd work for, I mean, that could be what, two years, three years, you could work for them or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was at Verizon Wireless and I was getting paid. Uh, when I w- went on, it was 55. And then I got a 10 grand uh, bump. With okay. the, within that first year. So I got to 65. I, I know this is like, oh, yeah. we're talking numbers here, yeah. right? Comparatively, had I not left that position, or it was kind of forced upon me because that year they acquired AOL. Mm-hmm. Uh, they bought AOL and they bought Yahoo, I think. No, they bought somebody. And so they made some big purchases. So they started laying off some of their yeah. network team and they started con- like uh, downsizing and centralizing their, their markets. And uh, that's when I was in Wisconsin. Well, I found a position in San Antonio. I, well, I was going to come down here. My girlfriend at the time, she was going to become a cop and I, we were going to move down to San Antonio yeah. and I just got this job. You were in Milwaukee before, right? Yeah. So that's a cost of living difference, isn't it? Yeah. 
Well, no, they're about. Because it was huge moving down here from Chicago. No, Chicago's an expensive city. Yeah, it was Milwaukee. like making 10 grand more moving down here. Oh, was it? Yeah. It, it was a, about the same because where we were living in Milwaukee, it wasn't that expensive. Okay. Um, so anyways, coming down here, I went to work for the government and that pay as a contractor and the pay increase was about 15 grand more. Yeah. So for me, I was bright eyed and bushy tailed. I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. this is a fucking good, this is a good jump, right? That ended. The next one, more, because my exp- expertise increased. Okay. And the more I, I, I leave these positions for higher paying ones, or it doesn't always have to mean up front, out the door every day, like hourly salary or Did you annual. you leave these by choice? Most of them, yeah. Okay. I, either the contract ended or something else came about. I've only been, so I, let, I was let go. I was laid off by mm-hmm. Verizon. And then I was let go from a contract uh, last year. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was what it was. Yeah. I, some, some other guy outbeat me. Yeah. He did, did better than I am. So did I, than I did. So I didn't really like the company. Yeah. Anyway, you got so, the gig. Yeah. Shit. But my dollar amount that I was worth per hour rose because I had more experience. Yeah. Every year that I work somewhere else, I get more experience. So it's just a little bit more, a little bit more. Yeah. And if you don't leave, you're not going to get that pay increase because they pay people um, more coming in than they do give you raises. So yeah. you can get like a 2% raise per year or you can leave and, and get, get a 10% bump somewhere else. Exactly. So just based off the numbers, you should leave. And then also you let some of that gunk leave the sewer, leave, leave those pipes, you know? Yeah. Um that's a huge issue within it. I don't know if it's like that in marketing or in finance. Everyone's jumping everywhere. It's a, it's a millennial thing. It's very common. Well, the, there's always an older employee that kind of, I don't, cause you've worked for like startups pretty much for the most kids. Yeah. So in other corporations, there's always a guy that has been there for too long Mm. that he just knows he knows the, where the skeletons are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's just been there for so long. They just, but he holds one key responsibility there that he won't let go and he won't teach anybody so that he can't be replaced. Yeah. He's so, making himself, was it self redundancy or something like that? Uh, yeah. He, he's, he's made the company reliant on him. Yeah. He's like their lifeblood. Most of the time it's a he because it's a bad practice yeah. I, I, for me. It's it. Right. So, this is a bad practice. And if you work in one of those environments, highly encourage you to kind of shadow that person and then learn what they know a little bit so that you can either take their position or so you can force them out. Yeah. Or and not, and, not a or shitty that way. It also but, be a skill that's looked for elsewhere, you know? Yeah. It, honestly, like it's a soft skill. So befriending, this sounds stupid as fuck, but honestly, uh, like tomorrow I have an interview a very big name company. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've gotten some, some tips from some insiders about what they're looking for. Jerk like, off before the interview. <laughs> I'm dead serious. You, you're going to want that PNC, that post nut clarity. Oh, well, I mean, when I wake up, I do it anyway. So, all right, cool. <laughs> but one of the things that they're looking for, like the soft skills, right? Leadership skills. Mm-hmm. And bef- 
being able to negotiate a situation, right? Like just cleaning up your resume as you go. Yeah. Uh, befriending people that aren't friendly. That is a skill. That like being personable. Yeah, that is a skill, and people don't really sell and appreciate that about themselves. I notice you if you're likable, you're gonna get me. You're gonna make more money. It's ex. You're gonna make exponentially more money if you're likable. And this isn't even sales. Like, in any in any job, any, any career, anything. Right. If you're a likable person, you're gonna make more money. In general, if you're a likable person, life's gonna be easier for you. A lot of people, well, one thing a lot of people don't want to actually fucking give acknowledgement to is also if you're an attractive person, your life is going to be easier. You're going to make more money. Absolutely. And if you're not attractive, learn to tell a joke. Yeah. It goes a fucking long way. And it sounds fucked up, but that's honest to God truth. Like just be funny, kind of find charisma in some way. Because I mean, life isn't on your Being side. Being likable is going to make your life. I, th- I think that's one of the largest way, like the largest routes of self-improvement with the highest return is learning how to be personable and likable. And a base of all that is just general fucking manners. I've heard something along the, the lines of there being an issue though, with those attractive people in the workplace, whether if it's man or woman or whatever, as far as like, the expectation of them going into interviews. Do I've gotten, I've gotten, I'm not saying I'm handsome, mm-hmm. but I was told that one of my managers, the you know, hiring managers hires based off of looks and like, she likes to hire cute guys. I'm not saying that I am one, but my skill set was maybe kind of, maybe it helped. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, if you can't do the job, you can't do the job. Yeah. Right. It, talent should be come, come first always. Right. But the ease of life and things is we all want to pretend that everything is based off of our character or value or judgment. But a lot of life is purely based off of looks. It's, it's, it's not a good thing. It's mm-hmm. shitty, but true. I mean, I mean, it is what it is. Like, if, cause if you're doing, I hate that phrase. It is what it is. Mm. No, it's, it's a, it's, a, it's a very lazy phrase, isn't it? When you notice when people say it, it's because that they're either about to say something else. Or they're just giving up. They're just giving up on the conversation? Yeah. No. So I'm about to say something else. Yeah, I got you. So it, it's a collection of things um, because you don't have to be physically attractive. Yeah. But you can be still be attractive. Mm-hmm. Like you can still work on yourself. It's, and, well, it's be, I think it's being welcoming. Yeah. We're, or, we're attracted to welcoming people. You ever been around a motherfucker that just works hard? Like, like legit, like works hard. I think without like being detrimental to everybody around them, like if they're confident with their work, they know what the fuck they're doing. Mm -hmm. And that's a very positive thing that, and it it doesn't cost you anything to be a hard worker. Yeah. It doesn't like you can just fucking work your fucking ass off and still be nice to the people around you. And that is going to be viewed as a very attractive quality. Yeah. And, and it, it's going to make people around you work harder. Yeah. You fucking inspire people by, by not making them feel obligated. Right. Yeah. You, just because I'm working an X amount of, of hours, I'm, oh, because I want to kiss ass that it, that, that will come to fruition. Like people will see through the bullshit. Yeah. But if you're showing interest, we have a project coming up. 
oh shit, hey man, can you tell me a little bit about this or that? Yeah, if and you're like, invested. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you're investing in yourself, right? You're taking care of yourself. And I'm not trying to sound like a self-help book. Yeah. But it, it's just- I don't know a fucking thing. Yeah. I had like five jobs in my entire life. But I've seen people around me and yeah. I like those people. I want to be more like them. I fucking know people. Yeah. Right. I, I think I know people. I like looking at people. I love people watching. People watching is yeah. dope. Because we are the most interesting fucking creatures on earth. Mm-hmm. We're fucking weird. And we're so different, yet so alike. And we're fucking weird. We do some weird shit. I saw some weird shit on the internet today. Like what? Fuck someone blow out a candle with their pussy. Oof. And I saw someone fart a candle out with their butthole. I was literally just thinking. Because it wasn't a sex thing. It was just a general, can the human body do this kind of thing? What a power move. What a power move. Right? Yeah. Like, Matt, like. Hey, can you, can you put out fire with your body part? If someone showed me that, I'm going to be impressed. Yeah. I don't care who it is. That is an impressive feat. Yeah. What was the last thing that, uh, I was people watching and something cool happened. Oh, dude, we went to the comedy show. Uh, me and this, this, uh, this friend that I was with, she, uh, she was about to put on her mask because at the beginning of the comedy show, they, um, they have like this whole montage. It's like, Hey, rule one, put on your mask. Rule two, put on your mask. Ooh, they kind of drove it into people. Yeah. And then rule three, put on your mask. And, <laughs> and then, so I, I told her, look around at everybody. And so like we, we was we, it a wave? No, it was like, we, we looked around the room and it was just like, I was like, check everybody out. Like they're li- like, we saw in motion, everybody's like belief system on display. It was so fucking weird. Like you would look at people and they'd be like, they'd look around at each other. They were like looking at their mask. They'd look up at it. It's like anybody else doing it. Yeah. It was like the oddest fucking thing. Like the body language in the room was just palpable. How are we doing this? Like, I, yeah. could, I could imagine like, was it kind of everyone's looking at each other for approval or acceptance or cause we're all trying to, was it like fit in or. It, it, dude, it was unreal. Like I encourage people if, if by the way, San Antonio has some great fucking comedians. I'm going to shout one other podcast out. I've been listening to the problem addict podcast. I'll check it out. Yeah, check it out, man. It's a fucking dope one. It's super funny. Some good comics here in San Antonio. Um, but anyway, so back to what I was saying. The um go to a comedy show. Cause this is where it's, this is hap- this is where yeah. this happened, right? This is one of my only people in bars right now don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, but in that moment, you can see the conscious effort and like the the thinking taking place. What am I gonna do? And cause like you're drinking a beer or you're eating or something. Yeah. Right. And it's then gotta it's be a hassle. Yeah. It was just so weird, man. It was so fucking weird to see everybody going through that thought process actively. Yeah. But people watching is dope. It, it's, we're so fucking weird and interesting. That's, that's what kind of bums me out from like all of this, uh, working from home and no offices and no gatherings and stuff because it kind of took out about 80% of my entertainment. Yeah. Oh shit. Um, that again, I've been watching people in their cars though, like driving around, like when looking at people like next to you in the car and it's one person and they're wearing a mask and you're just like, what the fuck? 
you're alone, dog. You could take the fucking mask off. Fuck's wrong with you? Yeah, unless they're an Uber driver. I get it a little bit. But then if you don't have a passenger. Yeah. I You know, I, I don't really judge people like in the car. I once saw a dude jerking off while driving. I, it's. I've yeah. done that. Um, what? Yeah, for sure. What? For sure. You jerked off while driving? Yeah. Uh, it was a late night and I was coming back from, from California, driving to Texas. And I was on I-10 and I had already passed El Paso. So anybody that's made this fucking drive knows exactly what I'm talking about. This is the... Just a lonely road? Between El Paso and San Antonio, I think he hit like Junction, and te- Junction, Texas first. Excuse me. That's an eight-hour drive oh. of nothing. That's like Waco to Dallas for me. That stretch is rough. I can... So... I can drive better through those areas at night mm-hmm. because I get like, I can you put get on, that tunnel vision. Yeah. You get tunnel vision. Yeah. I could zone out. I could put on like music, my road trip outlaw country all the time. Fucking I put on like that or maybe something like some old nineties rap that's mm-hmm. kind of has like some thought provoking lyrics to it. Okay. You know, early yeah, downs. a little bit of tribe. A little bit of tri- man, a whole lot of tribe, yeah. a lot of quests. Um, yeah. Uh, so one of these instances, though, I'm on that path. I'm driving down that down that stretch of highway. That's a lonely stretch, dog. <laughs> so, you know, I I buckle up and buckle down, and uh, and I and what, I get to whittling. Would you uh just where'd you finish? Oh, dude. Did you just kind of aim it? Yeah, it was, I don't remember, to be honest. So it was probably bad then. Yeah, it wasn't anywhere that I probably was. Shameful. Very shameful. Man. It was exciting though, because like, you know, I have to, I was driving and then (laughs) there could have been somebody passing. Like, have you ever got roadhead? Yes. I mean, so it's the same thing, but just, you know, minus the other person. It's so much creepier, right? Okay. Yeah. So you have your dick out on the highway driving, right? Oh, yeah. Now, if it's a dude with his dick out by himself, weird. Yeah. Dude with his dick out inside some girl's mouth, it's okay. Hey, it's actually even, hey, I see you, buddy. Yeah. See, it's cool, you know? Also, you know, a little semi hit you with a... Dun, dun. Yeah, exactly, right? The old, what's that uh, you see in Bronx Tale? Mm-hmm. The Mario test. That's... The door? No, no, no. That that's not the Mario. The Mario test is the first one where he's like, you know, so you you get you're driving by a truck, you put the head, you know, you put oh. your dick on, you put uh, you get the girls, you get you fucking slam her head down onto your lap. This is a Bronx tale. It's yeah, not my. You fucking. have to make sure you have consent now, but I got yeah, you exactly. And then you know if, she, and then you, the, if she gives you head, then she's then she's a floozy, and you drop her. You know, mm. that was the Mario test. But then, Had you know, backwards. Yeah, exactly. What's his name? Uh, we, uh, whenever C in the movie mm. is telling the story, the guy, uh, Sonny tells him, no, that's, Mary was a fucking idiot. Yeah. And then that's whenever he gives the good test. The mm. good test the is door. the door lock. See, the one I remember. If, if, if somebody hasn't seen the movie, we got to put them on game. Yeah. So you open the passenger door for the woman, get her in the car, close the door. Back in the day, which I'm not sure, kind of electric lock, kind of fuck it up. But if she reached over to unlock your door, you know she's a keeper. 
Yeah, exactly. That that movie is so good, man. Mm. It puts you on so much game. It's a classic. The, the three loves of your life. That one. What was that? Uh, uh, it's just that 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 in your life you're gonna you're three gonna have great loves. three great loves. Yeah. So I think I've already had my first one for sure. I mean, I didn't let it go for a long time. I think the second one's already come and gone. But then, so now, hey, number three, if you come knocking, doors unlocked. <laughs> three. That's a tough one. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that, all those old movies like that, they, they make good movies now too, though, but they, they make them for a different audience. Yeah. Different. Do you get anything out of those Avengers movies? Um, no, I, I enjoy them. I like them, but I don't feel emotionally fulfilled by any, by any of it. Yeah. Do you got like a, like a reasonable top five movies that you, that you fuck with all the time? The Blues Brothers is a perfect, perfect movie. It's a comedy. It's a musical. It's a, there's drama. There's action. It is the, a perfect, perfect movie. Um, my guiltiest pleasure movie, uh, Disney's Peter Pan. Hmm. I've seen that movie thousands and thousands and thousands of times. Is it Peter Pan or Hook? Peter Pan. Peter the, Pan is, so Hook is also another one is classic. top five favorite movies. But the original, like the Disney Peter Pan is, that is like a security blanket kind of movie for me. Like it is fall asleep to feel at home, feel comfortable. Huh. Any other one right now at the top that you got? That's cool. I man. mean, I could say like the Godfather. Obviously, we should, but yeah. <laughs> it, it, should you, should we feel bad about saying like something that everybody says? Like, no, it it it, it is it, a it, great, is a, amazing movie. Like, classic, we're not saying right? it's like a bad movie or it's overrated. It's just everybody knows. Like, yeah, it's, it, you don't need to say the Godfather is a great movie. Did there? I, we, I, I get very two. frustrated when people feel like you have to say things that should that don't need to be said. I don't need to say The Godfather's a great movie. It's like that is commonly known. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like. You also don't got a lot to kick it. I mean, yeah. if you fuck with like a really popular thing and, and you're just happy to fuck with it, then that's yeah, cool too. Right. You know? if, you're, if your favorite movie was like fucking Iron Avatar. Man or yeah, whatever, you know. Which I, the Avatar fucking ride at Disneyland, the one in Florida is fucking amazing. Never been. It's insane. Yeah. I want to, that's one of the places I, I want to go to the Florida Disney place, even though I hate Disney. It's the, yeah, I want to go to Disney world. Even it, it, that, it's just like a it. perfect, they have nailed amusement park. That is a tight, tight, well running machine. Mm -hmm. If you appreciate amusement parks, go to Disney in Florida because that is the epitome of tight ship fucking on point amusement park. See, and like, I don't even fuck with Disney that heavily. Yeah. But that is like, I'm not one of those adult, adult Disney freaks are the worst people. Yeah. That is I, that creeps me out. But as an amusement park, Disney's lit. I know that you're a Harry Potter fan. Yeah. I couldn't, I, but I would love to go to that Harry Potter shit. At a uh, universal. Yes. And again, I, love Harry Potter all the books I'm not one of those fucking I do have a Harry Potter tattoo though 
if you got a Harry Potter tattoo, then you then you fit the criteria. Yeah, but I also have a. It's like asking a Texan black, who has a Texan Texas I also, fucking tattoo. I also have a Black Panther on my thigh and a upside down clown on my other thigh. It's just, I don't huh. know. Yeah, I, I, I just, I, I see the adults who are incredibly into Harry Potter, mm-hmm. and I shy away from that because I think it's cringy as fuck. Like, I, like what you like, but it I, is also making one aspect of your interests, your entire character even is what bothers adults me. Even were fucking collecting, what are those teeny, teeny babies or whatever? Beanie the, babies? Beanie babies. Oh, when people were fucking splitting them up in divorces in the 90s. Really? There's an image of uh, literally in a divorce court, these, the two adults are splitting up their Beanie Baby collection in the divorce proceedings as part of the settlement. How fucking weird. We do the same that's shit our, now. That's though. our fucking parents' generation, dog. Yeah, that's true. They were doing some... They were all coked out of their minds, aren't <laughs> they? <laughs> dumb shit. Yeah. Jesus Christ, they raised us. However, if you save some of those shirts from the 90s, like those starter jackets and all that, mm-hmm. these hype kids now were the hype beasts or whatever. Yeah, everything like, comes back. Bro, they, they fucking flipping these shirts for like an, that old shirt that you have from the 1997 playoff run. Yeah. Now goes for 800 bucks. That you know? fucking snapback fucking bulls hat you've had since 96. You probably get a couple hundred bucks for it now. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, I, I kind of sort of don't blame them for being, I mean, it's not that we, I blame them. They're not weird people, but I just, you can I have a problem with anyone who takes one thing and makes that the center point of their personality. That's absolutely true. It's the same thing as veterans doing that where that one point in their life is everything about their personality. A lot of Trump supporters are like that where that is just they everything about them is just that same the, with liberals yeah, and being woke, woke is their entire when you make your entire self about one fucking thing you're fucking lame i know yeah no shit man like it's so annoying no matter like, what it is every time we get every time we see you we got to go through this uh, I, I used to love you i used to, i love the old you mm-hmm. now this new you is just mad about everything yeah and you being like an like, you know imaginary you person yeah. fuck you so yeah this um yeah like not tying yourself to one singular thing i i mean you could it's your life you choose whatever the fuck you want but have some i'm gonna think you're fucking whack i might yeah i i mean that might be a little it's fucking sad i i I see it i it bums me out the genuinely sadness when i see someone whittle themselves down or put themselves so confined into just one fucking box or one aspect of who they are. It really bumps me out because as people, we are so, so much like capable of such depth. Yeah. We're talking about like somebody who's like super political, right? Like I'm talking someone who's super political, someone that's super into fucking star Wars, someone that's super into fucking Harry Potter, someone that's super into whatever, have some fucking depth to you, dog. Maybe if, what if that was their way of like escaping the things that, where their depth lies like you know like well then again who the fuck am i to judge anyone in anyone's life i ain't shit that's true yeah. and it's respect right yeah we come back to respecting each other and respecting our differences and and i'm not gonna you know berate you for it i'm gonna let you live your life happily i'm just also not gonna be quiet about my disappointment or the way i feel about things huh. yeah no i, I 
I fuck with that. Yeah. yeah, there's some things that I would judge from afar. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know something that really irks me about a certain type of person. Uh, I love people that sell, but don't let every single one of our interactions be you trying to sell me something. Exactly. Like I love salespeople. Mm-hmm. And I love people who are in that kind of market and they, you know. Yeah. But if you're trying to sell me on something. Don't always be trying to make me money. Like, no, like, no, don't don't turn a buck off of me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, yeah. And so often, like, I've gotten it a lot where, hey, come hop into Forex trading or come in, like, that is, you're trying to make a dollar off of me. Yeah. I have this guy from my apartments. He's a Marine. And as soon as he saw that I was a Marine, right? He saw an opportunity. He saw me as a mark, yep. uh, his way in, right? Like mm-hmm. he connected me. Hey, so, so what do you do, man? Or, and he was like coming with this lazy ass approach, right? Like it wasn't even a good sales you technique. You see it coming. I saw it coming from a mile away. Yeah. I was like, what's this motherfucker selling? And so he hit me with the Forex shit, mm-hmm. which anybody that doesn't know. Foreign, foreign exchange. Trading, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's real. Kind of, sort of, but not really. It's like, it's real the way a McDonald's burger is real. Yeah. And you're more likely to lose money than make money in it. For sure. It's a, it's a MLM. It's a multi-level marketing mm-hmm. scheme that people try to rope you into. But to the positive aspect of sales, it teaches you a lot about, uh, we're all a salesperson in some way or oh, form. Yeah. I've one When you got to respect a real, like someone who's a fucking an actual real salesperson, mm-hmm. like you got to respect the game because some of those motherfuckers can sell like a motherfucker like i respect a good salesman yeah i love listening to him yeah my buddy in san diego that sells real estate dude my boy doug he sells cars in socal and hearing him talk about is like you could fucking sell me a cadillac i know you could he has some of the most game from the ugliest person that i've ever seen (laughs) but i respect him so much because because of his ability to sell himself yeah sell circumstances and just the way he does it, his approach is so genuine and authentic. And I, I, I can, I do better when I'm talking to that person. Yeah. You know, um, and that's a, a positive salesperson in my life. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's somebody that like, he sells me myself. Yeah. And he does it unbeknownst to him. Like it's, it's just so natural to him. Well, He's, that's the difference between a friend and just a random salesman you're approaching too. Oh, that's true. Uh. I wonder if he does that. No, he's an authentic person. I think yeah. like he can separate the, can you separate business from pleasure? Yeah. I've all too, I've all too often mixed the two, but I can separate them. Yeah. Because those lines get so close together sometimes. And going back to the, our initial conversation about being professional in a work environment, for some people, their work environment never turns off. Yeah. You know, like if you're in sales. Mm-hmm. You're always, you're always on the grind. Yeah. So at what point do you differentiate the, there, there obviously is. It, when you're on and off the clock. Yeah. And that's something that a lot of people are struggling now with all this quarantine work from home is you kind of dissolve the, that work-life balance gets dissolved if you work from home a lot. Bro, and you, and respectfully. You got to set your own boundaries. If you, you know, if you're a salary employee and you're, getting paid for 40 hours a week. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, it's okay to turn your phone off after 5 p.m. You really should. Uh, 
I, I res- I'm, what I'm going to say next is I, I, I mean it respectfully. The kids need to go back to school. I, I, I don't mean that like right now. I don't mean that like children uh, need to be in school. Yes. Physically, I, I, I struggle, right? Like to pay attention with work and learning shit and constantly being like in a mental environment where like it takes your, it takes mental focus to pay attention to a screen, right? When mm-hmm. this is like all your life, all your life is on, on screens right you now. You need that structure. Yeah. And kids, especially for, you know, growing minds, the most important time of their life right is right now. They need to be in school yeah. physically. I, I, I feel for them, man. And for the parents that have to go through this, I mean, your son is too young right now, yeah. obviously, but thank God. I imagine. Yeah. That would be, I feel so bad for these kids. And I, I, I also feel bad for the teachers just because teachers are fucking saints in this nation and need to be paid way fucking more. You but like, I feel bad for the little homies trying to learn through a fucking, it's hard enough learning in a classroom. I can't imagine trying to have the discipline to uh, fucking learn in an environment at home. You said wrong. something right now that, that brought up a, a sparksman in my mind. So teachers need to be paid more, right? Yeah. There's also something going on right now that is ties in to pay and where our money is going, right? Because mm-hmm. your teachers get paid off of what you're paying in taxes. To yeah, the, property to the taxes typically, yeah. And I've spoken earlier. Legalize weed, tax it, pay the teachers. Done. That, yeah. I've I've spoken before to you about um, choosing your allies, right? Yeah. And, and how a lot of like the movements going on right now have the wrong allies. Defunding the police, right? Yeah. What the fuck does that look like to you, these people? Like, what what is yeah. like? I I whenever I, I hear that, right? I understand they're like. I understand. From my understanding of it, of it it's. It's reappropriating funds from the city's budget. Okay, where's it going to come? Not the city's budget, the police department specifically. No, it's a, the police department's budget is under the city's budget. So it's reappropriating oh, just, yeah. funds within the city's budget. And, and what parts of the police department do they want to remove those funds from? It, I mean, you can't, that's kind of a hard question because it's each city's decision and it's, you know, there's so many different cities and budgets and stuff to say. There's not one idea of take it from this and put it in this. It's, uh, hey, um, look at the size of the budgets for a police department versus other parts of the city and let's reappropriate some of that funds. So like, can it go, so like if for San Antonio, right? Mm-hmm. Do police departments need to be militarized? And by militarized, I mean like, like, do they need to have Matt V's and MRAPs? No. Um, yeah, fuck no. no. We're not, we're not fighting against a police department with fucking IEDs, right? They mm-hmm. don't need full on military vehicles. Do they need more training? That costs money. Yeah. Do they need time off? that costs money to have because then you got to have more police officers. Um, so the 20 fiscal year, 2021 general fund proposed budget for San Antonio is 1.28 billion with 827.7 million going to public safety. So 
out of 1.28 billion, 800 million is going to public safety. But that's also, you know, uh, fire departments and shit. But honestly, that sounds like a, I don't, I couldn't tell you what the numbers look like, right? But it sounds like those are pretty reasonable. I just don't understand, like, and where would you put the money, right? I, are they coming to the to the table with solutions? Are they solution orientated? Yeah, I think a lot of the people that that I hear are just saying defund the police, communism first. Yeah, they don't then, have they don't understand like why or for what. Right. There's the yes, you. I'm sure they could take some of the budget for a police department. A couple mil mm-hmm. and put it towards paying teachers more or hiring mental health counselors to take some of uh, wellness calls or mental health calls. Mm-hmm. Maybe send a trained person who is trained to deal with mental health issues and not necessarily someone who is trained to deal with criminals. That's. Extremely fair, but when they're reacting to, I, I mean, we should probably talk to a cop about this, right? That's a discussion that because I'm not a fucking cop. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. fucking know, right? And you're not yeah. a cop. I, I would, I would like to talk to somebody that is in the police department. We'll get twelve in here. Get the one time one we know, one we know, one yeah. that up from the feet up, yeah. you know, like I don't know if you one get, affiliated. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I want to have that conversation and I, and because I want to learn more and I also want to talk to somebody that's from the opposite side that would say like, do you think we should cut the military budget to put more money into the at federal education? So I, I, understanding where that yep, comes from. I don't think we need to spend trillions of dollars on a new jet. And here's the thing though. Do we need the new jet? Yeah. Are we paying too much for the jet? Mm-hmm. Yes. So a, a laptop, this is what people don't know about the, the military spending and the, and the government budget, is that if you don't use it, you lose it, yeah. right? So they max out every year because they don't want to lose funds to, that they're given. Yeah. So they'll buy random shit. Yeah. Um, but also, too, the price that the government pays for shit, like you pay $800 to $1,200 for a laptop. Yeah. The government pays three times that amount mm-hmm. for the same laptop. And it's, it's ridiculous. They're the contracts that are bid on and who wins them. It's that needs to be scrutinized. And how many uh, police departments do you think do that same thing? I have no clue, man. And I, I I would feel like it would be an injustice to kind of probably a lot, right? Any organization that has their budget set up like that, spend it or lose it mm -hmm. is overspending for things. Uh, Absolutely. That it did no it, fire departments do it. Police department. I guarantee you, that's the problem. The way how we spend, how we force them to spend our money. Yeah, that's and not justifying the purchase, right? Yeah, unjustified. Well, you know, Bezos paid zero dollars in federal taxes last year. Uh, man, it, that, that's it's crazy to think, right? That that Amazon paid zero dollars. Not that I dislike Amazon. I I love Amazon, but they paid zero dollars. Yeah. Um, Why don't we just fucking take some of his money? I mean, want to save that for another time? Not necessarily. I mean, we'll save that one for another time, right? Yeah, because that that takes a little bit more. Or we'll have thought. to dig into that one. Yeah. There's one thing I want to talk about. I want to talk about the fires, man. The fires on the on the west coast. It's fucking wild. 
one of my boys, uh, I really think he should run for office. He's a veteran, but he's also very he's an outdoorsman. Yeah. And he said something to me that, that I didn't even compute with the, with the fires. He, he said that, you know, fires happen. Yeah. It's the, the forest control and the management of, of the forest. Cause they stopped allowing the native Americans in the area to do their controlled burns. Really? Yeah. That up. Really? I didn't Google know that. that shit, motherfucker. Yeah. He also said that like doing some, um, allowing some percentage of like fire stop points, which like would mean the fire breaks on Pendleton. Yeah. The fire breaks. Yeah. I, did those, they're all over Camp Pendleton, uh, on the top of peaks. They'll, uh, like mow down and bulldoze like dirt path. So the fires won't keep going. And this is what he was fires saying. Part of nature, like it's supposed to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's I mean, it's part of nature, right? Mm-hmm. But having them controlled and they said that because of, because of the, the lack of, I don't know what deforestation or deforestation. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And has increased in the, the, the forest ability to, for the fire to travel mm-hmm. completely makes sense. Yeah. People like that who are knowledgeable, we should encourage to, like encourage Damn, we should listen to our scientists. Should listen to our scientists and we should listen to the to the people who care about certain things, you know? I think we're all too often afraid to admit that we don't know shit and try, let's go find someone who knows. We're afraid to seek out the knowledge or to go ask somebody. Yeah, bro. I, I, I love being wrong. I love being proved wrong. And please, if we're wrong on shit, let me inter- know. Interact with us. Yeah. Fucking this is what we're doing here is not for to stroke our own cocks. I just want to learn. I want to learn, and Talk I want about shit. and I want my buddy that's a fucking blue collar worker who's a welder, yeah. you know, to learn from the guy who went to to Harvard and comes from you know comes from money. I want them to learn from each other. One yeah. of the greatest acts of love is sharing the things you know, teaching someone. Right? Yeah, man. And we got to push that shit. That's such a wonderful thing, and we are here soon. Yeah. We have the guy coming in. Soon. Yeah, we're gonna spend but in a few weeks now. Everything's set up to start bringing much more knowledgeable people than you and I, and I'm very excited for it. And then I could relax and just be. Then I can learn some shit. Yeah, I could. Or argue with a motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I I'm because I have my moral compass right that I think that I. I'm pretty, um, I'm steered in the right path for myself. Yeah. And whether if I'm right or wrong about factual shit, of course I'm going to be wrong a lot of times, but I feel that if I can still keep myself morally aligned with what I value, then it's okay to be wrong. You know, I, you gotta be able to admit when you're wrong. That's how, that's the only way to fucking learn. If no one's, if someone's never wrong, that means they're never fucking learning. Or they're never trying. Yeah. I keep shooting my shot, except with shoot or shoot. Hey, shoot or shoot. So shoot. Uh, going back to where we started with, with these fucking jobs and these companies, shoot your shot. Apply to that position that you th- you already think at. No, exactly. You know what a sneaky little trick that I did when I first started working. Hmm. I wouldn't lie on my resume. Always shit on company time. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Always. Don't, don't go to the restroom at home. It works out to about two paid days a year. Really? Yeah, if you only put work. See? I'm getting paid to take a shit. I read that today. I don't know how true it is. Sounds about right. I mean, but now people, like if you're in your, you ever been in, the, uh, dude, let me tell you a story. So I was working for that government 
entity mm-hmm. and I was in, they had this disgusting fucking restroom <sighs> that I would have to go to. Right. And it, it was shared by everybody on that floor because the next floor you couldn't get in there. Mm-hmm. So, um, I kept the nerds in the basement. I got you. Yeah. So I would go to this restroom and there is a lot of heavy set guys and oh. the fucking, I always used the, so I got tired of using like the normal one. So I ended mm-hmm. up just always going to the handicap stall. Uh, uh, I always <laughs> go to the handicap stall. More privacy. If I got to poop, uh, the way I shit, I'm going to be handicapped. Until somebody that's actually handicapped needs to use the restroom, which happened to me. Mm, I've never worked anywhere that that's come up, luckily. <laughs> yeah. I've had it happen at a, a fucking, I think it was a Wendy's. I want to say uh, 2014. Dropping something nasty, you know what I'm saying? And open the door and there's motherfucker in a wheelchair just mean mugging me <laughs> like you were in my restroom like it's it's almost worse than using like i've never used a handicap spot but i could imagine like using like a, handi- a parking spot yeah handicap oh, parking spot. right yeah I know. that's fucked up that's fucked up yeah but he's already sitting down like he's standing waiting for me to finish shitting that's <laughs> you have to go Come on, wheels. Yeah, Back fine. up a little bit so I can get out of here. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, so, yeah. Anyways, I'm, I'm fucking looking at my phone. Yeah. And I'm taking my time and, you know, escaping from the workplace. I get out casually. Just taking your sweet ass time. And there he is in the corner waiting. Super nice about it, which yeah. made it worse. Be mad about it. I he didn't like bad. roll up like and like I would like... If I was him, I kind of would have rolled up and kind of like flashed a little bit of wheel under the where you under where you could see. You would have fucking. Because ima- like- imagine if you're sitting there and then you see a wheelchair wheel, then yeah. you're like, oh shit, I gotta finish up. Homie's waiting. You would you would have finished faster if you would have saw a wheelchair wheel outside of the stall. Here's the thing, he might have. He Ooh. he might have did the, the little wheelie to try to fucking get my attention, <laughs> but but. I wouldn't have known because I am a fucking piece of shit millennial and I was on my phone dicking around. Mm-hmm. I probably was dicking around literally. Yeah. You're probably fucking masturbating again like you're fucking driving somewhere. D- my coworkers knew that I did that all the time. You jerked off at work? Yeah, I had to. Okay. I, it was a, uh, I mean, you're there for fucking 10 hours almost. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause I mean, yeah, you, you're quote unquote eight hours, right? But you get there early, leave there late yeah. and you're there for lunch. Hey man. Whatever you need, man. I'm stressed the fuck out. I got me, <laughs> got me fucking raging over here, you know? Yeah. So I would go and squeeze one off in the restroom sometimes. And I did it on off-peak hours, right? Now, did you go in in the urinal or in the stall? Excuse you? Did you blast one out at a urinal or in a stall? How fucking insane would I be I if, I was, if I was squeezing one out into the urinal? I thought... I don't know, man. Maybe you're, it's part of the fun in case someone walks in, you know, I don't fucking know. No, I, I was definitely, that's what I was using the uh, handicap stall for. Oh. Because more space, I could stretch out and, <laughs> and if maybe the guy next to me wouldn't hear it, you know, not that any, so I went in off peak hours too, so <laughs> less foot traffic. I can't believe you jerked off at work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Props, man. Shoot or shoot. <laughs> Toxic trait of mine. <laughs> I shook your hand when you got here. Yeah. Watch it. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. So I, I mean, life's full of all these kooky little yeah. 
We're fucking oh, weird. I, I don't know if I should tell it now about my story about what happened the other day. Weird shit happens to me all the time and I don't want these things to happen to me, but they fucking happen to me and I feel like I'm in a sitcom. Save it. Save it? Save it. All right. But anyways, so soon we're getting people on the yeah, pod. To, yes, very soon. Yeah. It's going to be lit. In I'm the meantime, excited. spend time with your families. Have some fun. Eat some good local food. Yeah. And report your neighbor's violations to the HOA. Fuck them. <laughs>